Yo, this is Brian, your host. This is Invite the Neighbors, episode 65. Uh, another Discord episode with a band of younglings called Social Status um, from Ocean Springs, Mississippi. My first Mississippi band, and I'm stoked. Only one of them had a southern accent. I'm kind of bummed about that. But they're really cool. Um, you know, they're only like 15, 17, and their perspective on their, just their approach to being in a band is I'm jealous because I wish I would have had that type of mentality when I was but I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You guys at least have like a clear idea. You'll hear it in the episode. Um, if you want to support the podcast, uh, go to patreon.com slash like a neighbor. Even if you can pledge like 50 cents a month or something like that, you won't even think about it. And it'll help keep the podcast um, posted. You know, I can cover the feed and put more episodes out even. So that would be appreciated, and also just, you know, support other local bands, support your favorite bands, buy their merch right now, because you know what's going on, what's going on, what's going on, and just, you know, support each other, like I say in every intro, you know, like, we don't know when this is going to end, and we just kind of have to ride it out, so, um, appreciate you guys listening to the podcast, oh, also check out the uh, Out of This World Booking compilation with all Michigan local bands, uh, that's on the Out of This World Booking Camp page. If you just go to the Out of This World Booking Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, you'll be able to figure out where that needs to be. Um, I love that. Patty Ray. Patty Ray having a legally licensed corporation. Can you believe that shit? I can't. Um, if this is your first episode, thanks for listening. Check out Spotify, check out the archives, you see all the other episodes we've had, and uh, hopefully you enjoy this one. Thanks. Literally every podcast starts that way. Um, I was talking I love that. about. Craig, and it's just going to keep happening, and I'm I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> I think that's um, good. I think it's great. Yeah, it's, yeah, it sets things off, you know, on a nice note. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you guys are called Social Status, correct? Yes. And where are you from? Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What city? Um, Ocean Springs. Okay. I, is that like near any of I've. You know, I don't even know. It's, if the, it's the coast, it. like the good part. You know. Yeah, it's just not. We're not yeah. rednecks down here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I mean, I have half my family from West Virginia, and like, so I, I've, I've lived out all the redneck stereotypes. It's all good. It's like some of. Uh, sometimes I'll go to like family reunions in West Virginia. Not that like Mississippi and West Virginia are the exact same thing, but like to a lot of people, they probably would be if they're being yeah. stereotypical. And there's definitely some things that are like, okay, you're why the stereotype exists. And then there's other people that are like, right, oh, you're yeah. just normal. <laughs> yeah, right. You're the there's good just, one. Yeah, it's true. What is the um, what is like the music scene like where you guys are at? It's country oh, it's... music and country music and heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no, there's no in between. between. <laughs> but there are good. Uh, there are good like. I don't know, like what you normally would see if you would go to like a music place would be like cover bands or harder rock and country. But there are some more like similar to what we do. Um, but it's not a lot, though. It's not yeah. like we yeah. used to have a good scene. We used to have a good scene because my uh, my I know my stepdad uh, grew up here and my uh, my dad, uh, he, when he was younger, he was here and there was a pretty good music scene like they were both in bands. My stepdad's actually in like uh, a signed band, so um, but yeah. yeah, like it used to be really good, and I really want like to like bring it back, you know, like that's my goal, you know. But For sure, 
so you said your stepdad's in a signed band currently? Yes, he is. That's pretty dope. Yeah, they just got signed. Yeah. Oh. Silent Trust. Silent Trust, yeah. <laughs> what kind of music's that? Heavy metal. No, um, they're, <laughs> a little, they're a little chiller. I don't know. Um, Hard rock. They make just, I think, just kind of pure rock. I mean, really. I mean, mm-hmm. they have their own kind of sound. They're, they're, they're pretty unique. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, what a what uh what music they played like an award show or something I don't remember the they name of the it. Cubbies. The Cubbies. Yeah. Do you um, guys uh do you, do you guys know the page called Rigs of Dad? Uh, no. no, no, dude, it's so good. It's on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook. I'll send you guys like a a link to it. It's so fucking funny. It's this guy like people send him photos of like hilariously awesome dad bands. Mm-hmm. And just like the most like stereotypical dad like rigs like Marshall solid state half stacks with like Epiphone Les Pauls and like line six spider amps like all the yeah, you know stereotypical <laughs> and this guy the best part is the guy writes captions like they're just masterpieces like he like creates all these backstories about these people and creates like a fictional basically world and i can't really do it justice by explaining it you'll see it once i send you some uh examples I, i've got to see that i've got to see that gotta read the fan fictions about the dads yeah it's, it's so good it's pure poetry i'm not i'm not kidding <laughs> um yeah so are there any like i'm i'm kind of fascinated so what would you guys describe your band as uh we make we make stupid music I don't know. That's always what I say. But emo hard copy. Yeah. <laughs> no, we uh we take kind of like we're really in our phase of trying to figure out what our sound is, but really what we've been pushing more towards is kind of a like if like you took some of the stuff from like Midwest emo and stuff and maybe some like some like pop punk, you know. Like I don't know. I don't know. Like I could tell you what our inspirations would be. Like I think we all yeah. have. Yeah. So, like Mine would be a lot of like I don't know like modern baseball, um, sorority noise, some of that. And I know you guys had Prince Daddy and the Hyena on them. I I love them. They're a big inspo for me. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's why I like I emailed you and I was like, please let me be on. Like I was like so like like God, I love uh, Prince Daddy and the Hyena. Um, but yeah, just Colton, what's what's your what's your in, uh, inspirations? Um, I don't know. Uh, inspirations for music in general for me would probably be like uh, they're a little bit different. It'd be like Max Tyler, but for this kind of music, um, probably like Max Seal or Captain Jazz are probably two of the biggest ones for me. Like I, I don't know. I, I've known Captain Jazz for like a little while, but I just like recently discovered uh, Max Seal, and that's like I want to sound like that. They're they're great. Yeah. So you guys uh, are a newer band, correct? Is that what you said? Yeah, we are. Email? We are new. We are new. Word. Yeah, and maybe just I'll just do a little PSA real quick, like for any newer bands like that are in the position that you guys were when you were listening to a past episode. Like, just hit me up. You know, I'm. I at least now. I the way I feel now is I never want to say no to bands that are like just getting their start even if I start getting bigger bands. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like, yeah. oh, well, I can get big bands. No, uh, you know what I mean? Why would I want to do that? I mean, why would I want to get, you know, someone who's just starting out? I That drives me insane. So, like, I don't want anybody to be afraid to hit me up, is what I'm saying. Yeah. 
And I'm glad I'm, you guys I'm, did. I'm very thankful because this is we so like we have a hard time getting out, you know, of where our local area and this would be really good. But also like I I just think it would be fun, you know? Yeah. So have you guys been in any bands before this or is this like kind of the the first mm. go around? I don't know. I was in like uh I was in like two bands at once, uh, like around the same time, but we don't we don't talk about the other one. Uh, <laughs> if you want to go uh go look up Life Pineapple on Spotify. No. Uh, <laughs> Do not. Yeah, I don't actually. It's probably a bad idea. You said Life Pineapple? Yeah. That's like a that's like a Mad Lib. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's what it felt like that whole time I was in that band. It was, uh, it was not fun. <laughs> Was that? Did you come up with that name? No, this was uh, this was this other guy's. He had to come up with a name, and he just asked me one day in class. He's like, "Hey, you want to be a part of my band?" And I was like, "Okay, I guess." And then wow. he decided to uh, be with me, and we made like two albums in like the span of like three months, and they're both bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, my internet cut out, so I didn't know what was going on. But right as he said two albums in three months, I know exactly what he's talking <laughs> about. That was hilarious. Yeah, nice. So, not not that there's anything wrong with this being your guys' first band. Um, are you guys? I take it you're a little bit younger. Yeah, yeah we're um, <clears throat> we're all sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah. Um, oh, really? 17. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys are really young. Okay, I gotta, I gotta watch what I say because now I'm influencing the youth. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's all you. Fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm 29, and I feel, I don't feel old when I'm like around at shows and things like that. Sometimes I'll get the feeling, like I'll see things that will make me like remind me that I'm old. Like, oh shit, okay, like that kid's there with his mom at a show. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess <laughs> I am getting. Oh yeah. Like, that's cool that you guys like when I was 16, 17, like that's when I first started writing songs heavily, mm-hmm. but I completely lacked like the drive and the organ organizational skills to actually get a band together, you know? Yeah. So props on you guys for even doing, going that far so far, you know? Thank you. Yeah. We, um, we, I yeah, mean, he just, he just forces all of us together. That's basically yeah. what happened now. Uh, <laughs> but like what I did, cause like I kind of, we had me and, uh, Colton uh, in the chat, we had a old band that was not good, and that was that, that was bad. And then we we quit that kind of, and then we were like, all right, we still want to do music stuff. So I asked him about the name, and then we got the name, and then I was like, okay, we need a drummer. And I knew Austin from classes, so I was like, hey, let me get Austin in here because he's wanted to do drums, and I could like, I figured that he had that like passion for it. So I was like, yeah, I want I want people who you know, whatever. And we all learn together. And then Jacob, Jacob just likes music. And I was like, Hey, would you like to learn bass? And so he's there now. <laughs> yeah. That's, so, that's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. It sounds like, so you, I was just doing a interview with a band last night where they all kind of like went to high school together too. And I'm kind of jealous for the longest time. I only had one band and it was like just my project. And mm-hmm the rest of the people in the band, not that they weren't my friends, but like we didn't go way back. These were people I just met from being right. in the music scene. And like, I just recently in the past few months joined a band where there's, they, there were three piece and they all went to high school together and we're all around the same age. So like I, I finally have like that camaraderie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Um, 
So do you guys just have like a, with your songwriting process, is it one of you writes the songs or you guys all get together collaboratively or how does that work? We, we all get together collaboratively. So, so really what we do is we'll, we'll play around with some stuff and we'll all just hit whatever, you know? And we'll just try to find something that sounds decent and we will try. And sometimes it's really natural. Like for our, our, our like first song, we kind of just like Colton played something and then Austin played something and it went well together. And then we went with that and that's what we went with. And then we kind of built off of it. And then sometimes it's like, I don't know, not to say like forced, you know, but sometimes you got to like, it's not as natural. So for one of our songs, uh, Emotion Springs. That one took a long time to yeah. figure out anything because I was trying to really make sure it was good, and I've learned a lot from you know doing that. But uh, that one was uh, that one was kind of rocky. But now that we've got it, we kind of like are glad that we did it. And uh, yeah, so that's yeah, I, that's fun. I think it's kind of like it made me think of something. Like it can be tough to real like to know when to just drop a song and when it's not going well, but the potential is there. You know what I mean? Right. You don't want to like stay too long on something that's never going to amount to anything, but you also don't want to like let go of something that has the potential. And, right. Um, so and yeah, that's like, good to figure out. Sorry. And go ahead. Sometimes my internet cuts out and I, I think that, uh, that you stop talking. So, but if I do that, that's, that's on me. Oh, it's um, all good. But um, yeah, hold on. I think you might not have heard like the last thing I said. But uh, this is DIY, people. This is the problem with Discord. But um, for me, like when it comes to songwriting, I'm the type where I'll I don't like some bands will have like 20 songs and then they condense that down to like 10 and that's their record. Me, I'm the type where like I I have zero B sides. You know what I mean? Like when I make a record, it's literally just the only songs that actually get made are the ideas that I really want to be songs. And so do you guys feel like you're the type to just have a bunch of ideas and kind of choose from them? Or do you just like have a song work on it and that's going, you're always going to use it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, um really, ah, oh, this is, this is crazy. So when we were, we, we've done this for like a little bit now and it's kind of been like when we first put something out, it was kind of embarrassing, you know? So just cause like the, you know, like rock kind of scene isn't real, not, not, not real, but it's not as big down here. So, you know, it, it's different. So it's kind of like putting yourself out there whenever you start doing stuff. So we were kind of like just putting out whatever and then we would get a lot of black backlash for it and whatever. So now when we put stuff out, we only want to put it out. We'll we'll try with every song that we get pretty far with, but we really want to perfect it and make sure that it's the best that we can, then send it out. But we're fine if not if we look back and we're like, oh, that song isn't very good, you know? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Like it can be really difficult, like especially when you're starting out. Like I'm in this boat right now. Like I, I don't have a record out, but I have some stuff that I that's close to done that I'm really excited about and it's killing me to not release it. And I just want to put it out so badly, but at the end of the day, that's really just going to hurt you. You know, if right. you, you have to be patient. It's always going to be worth the wait to have it absolutely polished. You know what I mean? Of course. 
And I don't know. We try to not do anything that we don't find fun. Like right now during this whole like epidemic right now, I'm trying to rework one of the songs that we don't really like playing um, and make it more fun to play. Uh, because we actually wrote all of these as a three piece because Jacob was in, uh, for bass yeah, and then work complicated. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like work complications and other stuff. Um, just it, like just never able to like make it work. And so we were like, okay, well, whenever the opportunity arises, we'll bring you back in. And that happened when we were done with this and I called him and I was like, Hey, you want to be back in? And he was like, yes. I was like, cool. So we're reworking all the stuff now, but you know, it's just kind of like, I want it to be the best that I can do. And I know that everything we're going to put out now is not going to be as good as what we put out later, you know? Yeah. Right. So it's almost like, do you guys have anything out currently already? We have one song. So yeah, yeah, I would say like, I mean, you know, this is just me giving unsolicited advice and, you know, take it or leave it. I would say, like, if you're reworking everything, even if you had stuff that you're about to put out, if you know it's going to be better the way you're reworking it, I would just not even release the other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, if it's right. if it's going to be that, because a first impression is going to be so important. Oh, yeah. We're not uh, releasing the... We actually went and recorded for a little bit, but we got to rework it, and we're just going to do it, like, DIY style. Yeah. So... Yeah. If I know at the time, if I know about the time that we're doing that I can make this better, it will eat at me inside that we don't fix it, you know? Right. I have to fix it. But I so also you try guys, to let it be... Oh, my bad. Uh, no, nah, finish what you were saying because I was going to kind of change the topic a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, I like to I like to have it to where it's not so perfected as like robotic, you know? But I like it to be... You know, if I'm going to put this out yeah. there and I want people to listen to it, I don't want people to just think we're not taking it seriously, you know. But I also want there to be some emotion and stuff, you know. Yeah, but, so like you want it to be tight and yeah. but you also kind of want it to have character, you know. Yeah, I mean? of course. Like, I I'm I'm kind of big on that because a lot of bands I'll listen to and I'm like I like it, but it's forgettable because I don't feel connected with the artist, you know. So that's yeah. why I don't know. I just I think that's really where liking specific songs go. And I think showing all of our personality is a huge part in what we do. So like when we play shows, I want to be as goofy as possible. We actually have a show uh, technically lined up. There's no date, but it's just whenever this place uh, down here reopens, we're, we're going to play for, uh, for them. So we're just trying to have fun, you know, and yeah, go with it. So you said you mentioned that you guys are doing like DIY when it comes to the recording and stuff. Do you do any of you guys do any mixing, mastering, anything like that? Um, I think for the most part, it's just um, just Hayden doing it. I don't really have that much experience with, say, like Audacity or anything like that. Like I've made songs in the past, but those are just like bare bones, hardly any editing. And I'm just like putting tracks together and then just like posting it onto my own personal account. So it's mostly just Hayden doing it. Um, yeah. So I was going to say, like, you know, this is kind of like an off. Normally, this would be like an off the air thing, but I don't feel like restarting the recording. If you guys want someone to just take a look at the mixes or, you know, sh try mastering, I can do that type of stuff. I've been wanting to like, I know how to do it kind of, but I've been wanting mm -hmm. to actually do it for another person's project. So if you guys want another set of ears on something, by all means, you know, send it my way because I've been 
doing my own stuff for years and years and years. Just never actually worked with another band. So just throwing that out there. I think oh, that would be cool. actually that, kind that of uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. That's that's that yeah, would I be like, like that. good. But uh, yeah, it's like I I have like a Monday through Friday nine to five, and I'm desperately plotting on how the fuck am I gonna get out of this lifestyle and just <laughs> yeah. full on into music. And I'm like, well, I could probably. I'm kind of producing my own record right now, even though I'm working with my a couple of friends who have recording studios. I just don't have right. the equipment. When I go there, I take on the role of the producer. You know what I mean? Like I kind of mm-hmm. explain how I want it mixed. So I, I know how to do it. It's just that like, I don't have the stuff to record it. So like right. people yeah. sent me their stuff, I could do it. And then I feel like that would help me sort of say like, look, at I produce this. So this is sort of my production resume sort of thing. Right, right, right. We can, um, I mean, honestly, like we, we are, okay. So we're like recording this by ourselves and I know a little bit in audacity how to make it sound decent. Like, you know, cause I did a little bit of research on that, but I will totally send you guys or send you the mix of everything and we'll be like, he did this, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I would that, say that would be good. the best way to go about it is get the best possible sound like just microphone into interface without effects right you know what i mean yeah um some i used to make the mistake of like you know as i was setting mics up i would already be putting on like plugins in ableton or like eqing in ableton before i had gotten the best sound possible so like that's one thing that you definitely it's it's way easier to fix a track or a take or something like that it's the microphone to interface is as good as it can be you know what i mean right and if you guys are using audacity um yeah i feel like i use ableton and i pirated it so i have a bunch of nice shit hopefully ableton's not listening to this um i feel like i need ableton more than they need my money facts but yeah but yeah i'd be happy to do it um but anyways do you guys um have any idea like in the future do you have any like producers in mind that you like Say you had like a dream producer, like a dream studio. Have you guys thought about oh, that at all? I I don't know. know. Like I thought about that at all. I haven't thought about music producers and where we would go for a producer. Um, but I have totally thought about stuff like if we're gonna do a music video, who would direct it and uh-huh. stuff like that. Oh, okay. And if I could get Kyle Thrash to do a video for us, that would be the greatest thing. What has he done? Uh, he's done... So my my favorite song is No Halo by Sorority Noise. And he did a video for that. And even if you like don't like the song, the video is still shot extremely well. I don't... It's so good. It's like... I don't know. I love that video a lot. And I don't know if it's because I like the song, but it's such a good video. I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah. Which album is that off of? That's of... Uh, uh, you're not as blank as you think. Okay, I I've heard so many so much good things about that album, despite the the whole thing with Sorority Noise being canceled. I don't know what's yeah. up with that. I haven't looked into it honestly, and you know I believe the people who say that they should be canceled. Like I'm not arguing that. Yeah. Point. Um, but just in terms of their music, Joy Departed, I think is kind of a masterpiece. Um, oh, it, it it I love that. And what um they got canceled. I mean, I guess. I'm not going to talk about it. I don't know enough about it to really talk about it. But if if what was alleged is is true, then yes, 100%. And 
it just it just sucks. It really does suck. But yeah, I mean, you're talking to someone whose favorite band forever was brand new. So like I oh that's know. Austin right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, I I seen I went to Voodoo Fest in New Orleans one year, and I went there to go see like the Foo Fighters and stuff, and they had a uh, brand new opened up for the Foo Fighters. I was like, who are these? Holy these shit! Dudes? I got to see like I got to see them on the final tour. I was like, holy shit, they were freaking good. Yeah, but yeah. It's it's just it sucks in general when like you know something that you're so emotionally close to. Yeah. You know, you find out the people who created it or someone who created it had had done all this terrible shit because it's, yeah, it was it, it you feel kind of betrayed almost because it's like it's so hard to to take like I still yes. have the same connection to the songs. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, but it's I love, just tainted. I love all the um all their albums they come out with. Like like when I found out like why they're not touring, I was just like, That's that's crazy. I, mean, I never would have thought he would do crap and do that stuff. Yeah. Just unfortunate, man. But uh you gotta you know, you just gotta respect the the victims and that that that's what it comes down to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is what it is. But um Um for like the most part on stuff like that, it's kind of like there's a part where you wanna be like separate the the music from the artist and but still at the same time it just feels so bad because you're like Come on, like really, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think it also depends on the severity of it. Oh yeah, like R. Kelly, for instance. Like you're not going to separate the music from the artist with him. He's just like, a oh fucking no, monster. it's too bad. It's so yeah. it's it's bad. And yeah, if you've watched some of his interviews, there's there's like a thing where he's They're like, so somebody asked like, do you like teenage girls? And he's like, what do you mean by teenage girls? Like he's like, I know. So, it's bad. It's like come on. It. Yeah, it's like boiling it's the so frog. Fucked. Yeah. Did you guys ever see the video where he was like over in Africa and he was singing to the crowd and he was just kind of like improvising and um he was like on the spot coming up with the creepiest lyrics like, "Do you have your passport? Did you oh. get your shots?" R. Kelly, stop, please, But I will say, if you listen to that YouTube video at um, half the speed. It's one of the funniest fucking things. Wait, Hayden. Hayden, wasn't R. Kelly? It was the guy who made it in the closet, right? I think yeah. so, yeah. Dude, Dude we watched all of that. It is the weirdest thing. If you haven't seen In the Closet, go look it up on YouTube. It is, you'll, oh, it's a it's, masterpiece. It's, it's, it's surreal how weird that fucking guy is, but I feel like we should probably get off this subject because I, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want to yeah. make people uncomfortable and all that. But, um, so in terms of um, your live show, you said you like to be goofy a little bit. Mm-hmm. When it, what is the um, like the content matter of the songs, like the lyrical content, like what kind of stuff are you? Do you feel like the the subject matter of the songs kind of lends itself to be able to kind of be silly a little bit on stage? Well, when when I'm writing stuff, I try to make it personal to to me and not not just me but re- kind of like relatable in a sense but relatable also back to me you know so really i want it to be as true to my personality as possible to where you could relate those songs to really whatever i did on stage it's not super dark so it wouldn't be like you know if it's a really slow song you honestly wouldn't be like super goofy with that you know but it's it's just kind of like real you know and it's just I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just honest, I guess. Yeah. 
So I think as long as you're completely honest, that's all you can really do. And I feel like it gives you, even if you're singing about like dark shit, if it's honest, then I feel like you kind of have the credibility to be goofy. If that's your, also your personality. Oh you yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't uh, have to be all dark all the time. Yeah, I feel like yeah. like being goofy with the darkness of the song. It's just it's such a good contrast. Like that you can't. I I agree, and I think also though, like you have to be careful because you don't want to end up being overly goofy to where it it seems gimmicky and you're like trying to hide the vulnerability of the of, you, you oh, want yeah, yeah. the song the meaning of it even if it's vulnerable you still want that to come across you don't want to be like mm-hmm. overdoing it to where that gets lost you know what i mean yeah but it's a fine line to walk it's it's, it's not easy um but yeah. the fact that you guys are 16, 17 you're already thinking about that type of stuff i was not i was an idiot when i was 16 17 so <laughs> Again, props to you guys. Thanks. So do you guys have any sort of um, marketing? Like, have you thought about marketing at all or like how you want to promote in the future? Like, do you guys have any sort of like business minded approach being as young as you are? Yeah. Uh, I mean, a little bit. I, w- I want to go for the... I know that some people... I know... I don't, I don't know a lot, but I know like... I think Bomb the Music Industry did it. I think Odd Future did it where they went for like the free music approach. Um, and I don't know enough about that to, you know, make, cause I want to make, I want to make this into a, a comfortable, you know, at least semi-comfortable living, you know, I think that would be amazing and really good, but I want to go, at least for what I understand, I want to be able to go and play shows just wherever, you know, if it's a, if it's a basement, we'll go for it, you know, just kind of be open to whatever. And yeah. If it's like when it comes to social media and stuff, I've done a lot on that. I like to, you know, for a YouTube channel, we might, if it's not a song, maybe just post us messing around or something, you know, and like Instagram, I have like a kind of theme for it to where it looks good, but it doesn't look like real corporate-y, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know, I put a lot of effort into trying to make everything look good for the most part. So I feel like it helps us get a more of approach. But if you put too much editing on it, or you know whatever you do, it makes it seem more, less, I guess like relatable in a sense. So yeah, I know what you mean. I just balance it out as much as I can. I think it's it's good that you're considering the way things even look because I sometimes I don't like it when a, I like it when a band like they have a full aesthetic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the music, the artwork. It's, there's all it's like cohesive. It right. all kind of serves the same theme. Like sometimes bands are just like all over the place and it's like yes what are you about you know what i mean yeah and like i don't know that's 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 really huge and you know if you go if you went maybe not now because i don't i don't even pay attention to them now but blink 182 if you went to a blink show you knew what you were getting at it was gonna be just stupid and funny and that was it and it was you know it was good and then even when they went through their change to be more of a kind of like a more real, like more mature, you still yeah. knew that it was blank. You still knew it was them, you know? And that's important. Yeah, for sure. I actually saw Blink-182 this past summer for the first time. Uh, really? I did too. I did too. I was at Riot Fest. Actually, uh, that'd be kind of far for you guys. Oh yeah, I forgot. They were on tour, but Riot Fest was a part of it. So Riot yeah. Fest in Chicago is where I saw them. 
And oh, yeah. honestly, I just stared at Travis Barker the entire time. Yeah, he, he, went, he went crazy. He went. He did that solo. I saw him in Atlanta with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne showed up like he showed. He showed up forty minutes late, and like it was worth it though. But to see Travis Barker do all that solo stuff it was crazy. It was, that's an odd comp. So was it? What was the concert? Was it just Travis Barker? Like was was the headline the bill Travis Barker Lil Wayne? Oh no, it was it was, it was Blink and uh, well whatever I forgot. Lil Lil neck, neck deep Lil Wayne and Blink, but like uh, neck deep opened up for for them first, then Lil Wayne, then Blink One Eighty Two, then like Travis Barker did like a whole like whole solo thing with his going crazy with his drums and it was was wild. That sounds dope. Honestly, some people, some people really don't like mixed bills and then other people are all about them. Do you guys have an opinion? Like maybe for your own band, do you like to play with similar bands or do you not mind if it's like kind of all over the place? Um, I don't know. For, for something like that, I feel like it would just, it would make more sense to do it with like similar bands because yeah. like, imagine us oh, like opening up for like, just say like heavy metal bands down here at the coast, like It'd be a little weird, but it wouldn't be bad. I mean, something like that, like a mixed bill. Um, I think it would be fine. It'd be all right. Yeah. See, like I, I'm kind of on the fence about it. it. You know, I'll do it. Like you were, one of you guys was saying before. You know, you might get offered a show in a basement, and just because it's in a basement doesn't mean you want to say no. I think the thing that I would tell bands starting out, and what I would have told myself if I can go back about like as far as like taking shows is doesn't matter you know where the show is at or whatever but you also don't have to say yes to every single show especially if it's in the same market like it's good to you know play try to maximize the shows that you do play like so play a friday or a saturday one time instead of playing like two or three like mondays or wednesdays you know what i mean yeah so just like keeping in mind, like how, when's the last time I played in this area? Like, do people want to come out that soon afterwards and see us play the same song, or would it be better off like kind of driving out of town a little bit, sort of thing? That's something I didn't realize. I just said yes to everything, and I was just like, all right, well, you know, it's a show. And then I realized, like, holy shit, I've played my EP like twenty times, and it's not even half done being recorded. So by the time I have it out. Like I stopped booking shows because I don't want it to be to where when the EP is out, people have already heard it a million times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Because then people just aren't going to care. They've already heard it so many times. Right. Right. And it's like, I think kind of back to promotion, one of the things that, you know, you see almost every successful band do is tease, you know, like yeah. you want to give them just a little taste of something like, you know, you might have an album done, but don't give them the album right away. Give them a single and then keep teasing at, you know, what's coming. Yeah, it really hypes up the music, but that can go wrong too. Yeah. It can. If it gets so drawn like, out like, too like long. Like if your album isn't good, you know, and you, you did a bunch of teasing, it just doesn't work out well. I don't know. For um for things like, let's just say like the Suicide Boys album, they released those two singles and those two singles are so much better than like the rest of the album and it kind of just like put up this like standard for me for that album and it, like my expectations were not met, you know, yeah. so that, that's another way it could go wrong, but you know, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, really, the rule of thumb is before anything, make sure the album is as good as it can possibly be. You know what I mean? Like, if, yeah. if you don't have a solid record, then yeah, I mean, fuck whatever else you're trying to do. Because, you know, it's just, it's going to be for nothing. So, right. You, it's all a balance. And that's one of those things that I feel like some people, maybe outside of the music scene, don't quite understand about like all the things that go into actually trying to be a real band. I think, you know, there can be this perception that like we're just like degenerates and we like partying and things like that. When really bands that are really going for it are some of the most like driven, like organized business like people that I've met, you know? Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. And the thing is like, it can be, it can kind of take away from the fun sometimes, you know, you come to find that like actually playing shows is such a small percentage of the time you actually spend doing things related to the band. Mm -hmm. Do you guys like, for instance, how long, how often do you guys practice together? Oh, um, before this, it was every other Saturday or if we could just meet on a Saturday, that's, uh, it was like every other Saturday. I feel like that's like a good amount because yeah. I feel like, you know, you can overdo that shit too. You don't want to like get burnt out before you even come to the show. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me think here. So do you guys have any plans for maybe doing like a little weekend runs, any like short tours in in the future? Um, if we can, yes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. It's just I would I would really like to play uh play a show or something first, see how people feel about it, and then uh and I think it would be cool to do that afterwards. But yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I keep forgetting that you guys are like really just starting out. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean start you gotta start somewhere, you know? Like it took me yeah. a while. Have you guys heard of the DIY tour postings page? No. Um, no, I haven't. Okay, so this will change your life. Um I hope so. Yeah. So on Facebook, I'll send one of you guys an invite to it, but it's called DIY Tour Postings and it's a group. And basically when you do get to the point when you want to start booking out of town shows, all you got to really do is say like, hi, this is my band. Here's a link to our music. We're trying to play in this city on this date. And can anybody help? And there's, there's like thousands of people in this group, all in the mm -hmm. DIY scene that like all help each other, like book shows. It's awesome. That's right. That would be pretty great starting out, trying to book some shows. Yeah. Like that. Also, just going to shows that you're not playing and just trying to figure out who booked it. You know what I mean? And just yeah. like making friends with the people who can put you up is, is important. Right. So, um, let me see. I had a couple questions for you. Do you first Sorry. of all, do you guys have any like time constraints? No, we, we're good. Okay, cool. Um, so I was kind of curious. Um, I like to ask fans this, and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but I like to hear like some of the worst like band names that never came to be. Mm -hmm. If you can um, remember any. Well, could we use like the uh, could we use like a like the band like like we had before this? Could we use that as like an example? Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, our, our our original band name for like when we was just me and Hayden, it was like the Partly People, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. That was a uh, we got made fun of a little bit for that, but like we didn't we didn't care at the time, and now it's just kind of like a meme. Oh yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> um, what was the other one, Colton? When you when we were doing Partly People, okay. So 
when we came up with our name, I kind of just thought about it. And I, I, I asked Colton on FaceTime. I was like, what's better, social status or social issues? And he said social status. And that's what we went with. But we had... um. Colton had something, something lover in it. I don't remember what it was. I don't know. I have no, I, I, I have horrible memory. I wish I could remember it though. It's probably funny. Hey. What? So I'll tell you a couple of mine just, you know, so that I can be uh, a victim of it too. I had this one band called Try All the Lonesome, which was like, mm. and for some reason, Try was spelled T R I. And there's like the logo was like a triangle, and there was a three. I was just like, "Good God, dude!" That was like eighth grade, wearing girl pants, super emo. Oh, me too. <laughs> hey. I used to have purple pants. Yeah, like I will say, I was one of the first in my school to actually wear the girl pants. So I was cool as fuck. I was a trendsetter. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> um, so the the name social status was there anything kind of behind that, or did you just kind of pop in your one of your heads one day? I um. I kind of went with the whole, so what I wanted to do is I wanted to have it like that because I went for like a, um, what could we say that goes with it kind of approach. So like for it, it started out, our thing was like social status. And then the description was close to the bottom. Cause like we were like, I don't know, like getting better as a band, you know? Yeah. But also it was kind of like, uh, when we did partly people, we kind of were like, um, a lot of people were like, this isn't good. And we were like, we know. So we were kind of like, it would be funny to tap into that. Like, um, we're at the bottom of the cool level right now, but each time yeah. we're hoping to get up some, you know? Yeah. But I got what you're saying. This is kind of goofy. I dig it. Honestly, I think like a lot of, a lot of, honestly, a lot of band names just kind of suck and band names are always kind of weird to me. It's, mm-hmm. it's rare that I see a band name where I actually think like, oh, that's not like embarrassing, you know? Right. And <laughs> not that like, you know, I'm trying to knock any other bands or anything like that, but Hoobastank, for instance, like that was a band. <laughs> <laughs> that's just They're goofy. Trapped. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Have you guys seen what's been going on with Trapped on Twitter? No, no I haven't. So do you guys you guys know trapped, right? Are you, I don't, I don't know, know. I think trapped or trapped. Oh my god, you guys are young. There's like this song that they did in like the early two thousands. It's called Headstrong. You've probably heard oh, it before. Oh, I know that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I do know that all the time in my emo phase. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so basically their singer has been going ape shit on Twitter, just like he's like ultra conservative and has been just going off on people for like the last two weeks and like been just <laughs> Like Great. a complete lunatic. And my friend uh, Mike from this band called Summer Brews created a troll trapped account with uh, mm-hmm. like T-R-A-A-P-T and was pretending to be trapped. And there was like articles in alt press about it because people in other bands couldn't tell the difference because they were so good at trolling it. It was just... <laughs> and it was funny too because... Yeah. It was funny too because Mike like he's put out a couple of really solid records, but he was like, yeah, the first time I get press and all press is for a fake trapped account on Twitter. <laughs> That's but, good. Um, I should not know about that. That's interesting though. It's, yeah. It's so, that's like the notch thing. Oh yeah. I remember that. Like, <laughs> uh, What's that? You know, like, uh, you know, Minecraft. Yeah. I'm kind of, yeah. I don't play it, but I'm aware of it. Yeah, it's like the guy who made that, and he, he's like 
he's super rich. Like he's outbid like I think Jay Z and Rihanna on a house or something. And he got like really, really conservative. And he was like, I think he called somebody like a really like bad name. And it was like, it's like, oh my god! Like they kicked him out of everything. And it was, it was, it was so weird. Yeah, dude, I don't understand when people, and just in general, when you get into fights on Twitter or the internet, like what? Yeah, no one takes it so has, seriously. Yeah, and I guarantee no one's mind has ever been changed. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you just look dumb, you know. Um, but yeah, so the record that you guys are kind of working on is it? You trying to put together a full length? Trying to put together an EP or just an EP? EP. We, if we're gonna do an album, I wanted to make it when we're at least because I think each time we do something, we get better. But I don't think we're good enough to go through an album. And you know, you know what I mean? Like I kind of yeah. don't want to like I want to do maybe one or two EPs and then I'm totally cool with doing an album, you know? But, yeah. I think that's a good plan. Like I think it's a good route to go to maybe put out a couple EPs, like see what see how people respond to the different sign kind of sounds that you're putting out there. And then once you figure out what it is that both you like and responds well with other people, that's kind of when you can put together like a longer body of work. Right. I think that's probably right. the way to go. And uh, we really want to do like a split EP, but I want to, I, I haven't been able to find any bands who will do it yet, but a split EP would be cool because, some, you know, you get fans from both bands coming in and listening to it and they might found, find something new, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a great promotional thing to do always. Yeah. Um, have you guys, um, so if you could play like, what would be like your dream show for you guys? Like who would be like the headliner? What would be the venue? Oh, I think we should all agree on one because we all, we have such different music tastes. Like even though it's kind of similar, still so different. So like, I would have to say, ah, this is hard. Yeah, I love this question. This is hard because we all have such different stuff. Yeah, I got to. Uh, I got mine. Okay, what um, would yours be? I would. I would play it like at nine thirty club in Washington D.C. and have Fugazi be the headliner. Okay. Okay. Because I, I love um, Fugazi, and, and nine thirty is a pretty big club that like like a lot of people that yeah. I like played there, like uh, REM and uh, Nirvana and all those bunch of good all all underground bands too. Sunny Sweet. day real estate. I like I like all that all that emo, all that stuff. <clears throat> nice. Uh I think I would have to be I don't think we're gonna be able to come with one coherent one. Yeah. Uh, but I think separately mine would have to be I don't know what venue. I think it would have to be a basement. I wanna play a basement show. Mm-hmm. But just probably opening it would either have to be modern baseball or like Somehow, classic Blink One Eighty Two when it was Travis, uh, Tom, and Mark. Yeah, um, that would be I don't sweet. Know about me. It, it has to be somewhere in New York. That would be so great. That's oh, where a lot yeah. of my family's from. New York, maybe like Times Square or something. That'd be so rad. But I don't know who I would have open for me because, like, I Max listen is- to so many different things. Maybe like, yeah, maybe Max Seal. Maybe uh maybe Mac DeMarco or like the Garden, one of those three. I think it'd be great. 
dope. I've heard good things about Max Heal. My uh I'm buddies with a couple bands that played with them. I can't remember. I think Really? Yeah. Uh I'm from the like southeast Michigan area, so like the, the bands that are kind of big around here are like Dogleg. Um Oh, Dogleg. I just listened to their album, their new album. Yeah, it's good. It's fast. It's, it's very it's fast. Play fast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're cool. They've been on the podcast a couple times, and I, I think they played a show with like Oso Oso and Max Seal, and I was just like so fucking jealous. Uh, Oso's good too. I think for me, because I like to answer my own questions too. Nice. Uh, I would. It would be like Manchester Orchestra. Ooh. And so I already know Manchester Orchestra, Circus Survive, and then probably Foxing. Foxing and. Good. And I would want to play the Fox Theater in Detroit. I love that Ooh. fucking venue. I uh, did you listen to the Front Bottoms and Manchester Orchestra song they did together? No, I saw that tour though. Their co-headliner. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I honestly, I'm not a huge Front Bottoms fan. Like, uh-huh. I get, I get why they're good. I get why people like them. I just, you know, it's just not for me. You know? I love them. Like Twin Size Mattress is obviously an awesome song. Oh, you know? yeah, of course. I just feel like I'm not into, like, I can only handle it in small doses, I guess. Like, the tongue-in-cheek, right, right. like, witty lyrics. Like, I get, I get the appeal for sure. I'm not bashing it. It's just, like, not my thing. Yeah. Which is weird because I saw Brand New on their Devil and God tour, which is, like, their darkest album, and their openers were the Front Bottoms and Modern Baseball. Which sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like such a weird vibe, like modern baseball yeah, from bottoms. Flow. Yeah, yeah, there's like so many like 13 year old girls going ape shit in the front, and I was like, "What is happening?" And then <laughs> brand new comes on, and it's just like dark demon fest. You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> I was like, what a contrast. <laughs> um, well, I think last question, and then I'll uh, let you guys like plug your stuff, and like we'll kind of wrap it up. Um, All right. But in terms of like your live show and like how you want to be viewed as a performer, like what are some bands that you've seen live that really inspired you to think like, okay, when I play live, I want to have that kind of energy. Oh my gosh. Okay. Mine would have to be, I know I've mentioned them a lot, but it would have to be probably 1999 blink. They are so funny and goofy. They, I have watched some of their stuff and just like, I like the I, I I like Blink a lot, but like just them talking would have been a great show, you know. But yeah. they're just goofy and they can talk about whatever and they get you know people to laugh and I think that's a really good energy. Um, for Dig me, it. it would probably like I don't know because uh, Mac DeMarco he has like this whole uh, he did like a live album, just like live shows he did. And just like hearing him like interact with the crowd and just like talking about personal things with his life. I like, I, I felt like I was there at the show. Like it was so great. And it was so chill. And I would, I don't know, for me that it would just be great to do like what he does and just have like his kind of vibe for his shows. Dope. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, what would you do? Um, I don't know. I really, uh, I really like the energy of peep shows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Peep shows. I feel like it gets very, it can get very high, but sometimes very slow. You know, more like, I don't know. I can't explain it. 
dynamic, basically. Dynamic, yes. Yes. That's that's I'm and a sucker I, for dynamics. I think I think for me, I like I like a lot of punk, like Black Flag, like Henry Henry Rollins and Iggy Pop. I like their Dude. Music. They just go crazy, and I just like if I was ever a front man, I would I would, I would be like Iggy Pop. I just go crazy. <laughs> it's just I think that's what I like about them. If you like Henry Rollins, dude, you should listen to. Uh, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast once, Ooh. and he is the most intense human being I have ever heard speak. Yeah, like, I've, I've seen some of his stuff. I was like, this dude's. An, this, I never thought he'd be so like intelligent. You know, he just never stops. Um. Yeah. Do you guys have any questions? Like anything you want to know about, like up here at all, or just the music in general? Or I have a question. I have a question for, for for all right. I guess advice advice from uh, you. So you've been in you've been in bands and you've played shows and whatever. What is one like thing that's like we should know that we might not know? You know, like something you've learned. Just in general. Yeah. Just to know. Um. I mean, I'll give you a few things. One is learn to not get your feelings hurt. Like you guys have, you guys have to be okay with like being honest with each other about things you don't like, because if you guys are going to be collaborative, you cannot, like you're going to have to compromise sometimes, but you can't settle also for something that you just don't like at all. So finding that middle ground. And then also just like remembering, I think the biggest thing is to have, a sense of gratitude about the fact that you even get to play music. Like I sometimes bands when they're starting out and they're playing basement shows and there might be like five people there, you know, they're sulking, they're complaining about it and they're like, they don't even want to be there. I oh, think yeah. it's important to recognize that if you do one day make it that those five person shows in a basement will have been part of like that journey. And you're going to want to be able to look back and think that you enjoyed it and that you made the most out of it. So just right. treating every show like it's a fucking blessing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've seen I've seen stuff from down here where there's like not a lot of people and they're just desperate to get people to do anything. Like it's it's weird because they don't really appreciate what they are doing. They're not trying to naturally get them to do stuff. They're they're like I watched a cover band where they got he got down, rode his mo because it was outside, he rode his motorcycle up and revved it really loud just to get people's attention. It was like, okay. Like that's yeah, you guys cool, are I definitely guess. in Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It's just so like it's so extra. I mean, I guess not extra, but like, I don't know. It's weird. It's yeah. Weird. You can naturally then, have that or you have to force it, you know. Yeah. I and I think like the last thing would just be try as hard as you can to just have fun on stage. Right. You know what I mean? Like don't worry about like it's easier said than done. I still struggle with this all the time, but just like, don't worry about how people are going to think what, what they're going to think of you. If you like get wild or something, you know what I mean? Just, just fucking send it, send it and do everything you can to make friends, like troll the internet, like figure out who the people are that can make things happen. Even outside of your state, just try and like, keep, you know, keep like a mental list of like who the influential people are and don't don't kiss their ass, but do Uh what you can to like develop relationships like that. Cause that's going to help you down the road big time. Well, that is good. 
Yeah, you, you can't be too narrowly focused on your own shit. Like sometimes you got to think about like what can I do to help out another band, even though it doesn't really do anything for me. Because you want to have a reputation as like a band that is willing to, you know, put their neck out for another band when it when they're not getting anything out of it. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I could keep going all day, but yeah, I feel like that's kind of good enough. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Oh, do you guys mind? I got one more. Yeah, <laughs> one go more. Ahead. Go one ahead. More. Okay. So, a lot of bands, I think, they can be a little bit naive, and they just really, when it, when they start touring, they really just want to play these long tours so that they can post on Instagram that they're going on this tour. But it's a lot smarter, I think, when you're starting out to do just weekenders because instead of playing seven days in a row where you're playing, you know, three or four of those days are, you know, not very great as in terms of like general turnout, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, you're probably not going to get that many people. Mm-hmm. You can hit two markets on like a Friday and Saturday. And then the next weekend go to two more markets. So that every time you're playing out of town, you're playing on a Friday and Saturday. And right. it's not as glamorous as like doing a two week tour, but you're maximizing your reach that way right right so that's, that's what smart. i would say um so yeah if you guys have any music that you want me to play on this podcast i can do that if not it's no big deal um and like i said just you know if you guys ever want to send me some stuff to mix i can you know always try my hand at that i think that All would right. be good i think that would be a good idea to send that stuff to you i think that would be nice yeah uh, I don't know if we need anything to be played because honestly, I, I don't, I kind of like the only reason like the old version of our song is even up. I mean, it's not that old, but the only reason it's still up is because we were just kind of proud of it, but it's going to be completely redone. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I kind of don't want it to just sit there, but no, that's I cool. mean, yeah, we, uh, so I guess you want us to plug our stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're, we're social status. Uh, we got, on Instagram, it's just at uh, social status band. Uh, SoundCloud, it's just social status. Um, we have a Twitter, but nobody follows it right now. So yeah, uh, go listen to our go listen to our single on uh, SoundCloud. <laughs> go do it, and then don't. One guy commented, "Is like this is bad," and I was like, "Cool." Like yeah. that's like he just makes like just club happening. music or whatever. He does make club music, and it goes hard. Yeah. Dope. But yeah, I mean, that's it. If you look up social status, you'll probably see us YouTube, you know, whatever. But yeah, I, mean, I think that's it. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm going to stop the recording real quick. And then there's just a couple things I want to tell you when I, when I finish the recording. Um, okay. So yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And... Right, bye guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.